0: vegan manly man podcast guess who's back back again jake is back tell a friend guess who's back guess who's back guess who's back all right i'm done welcome back guys to another episode of the vegan manly man podcast where vegans aren't weird we are just from the future my name is jake singer and i'm your host as always and this is the show where we talk about self-growth plant-based living and sharing the message of love compassion and peace for all beings. Guys, welcome. If you're new to the show, welcome. I said welcome twice. I'm going to say it again. Welcome. This is the mindset episode of the show and I'm going to drop a little bit of knowledge for you guys today. Well, insight, knowledge, whatever you want to call it, but I have a really important topic to talk about because it really relates to a challenge that I'm doing right now So for those of you who don't know, I'm doing a challenge called 75 Hard and for those that do, you might be annoyed with me that I'm talking about it so much, whatever, just listen. So I'm doing this challenge right now called 75 Hard and for 75 days in a row, I am sticking to a strict diet, I'm working out twice a day, 45 minutes each, one of those workouts is outside no matter what, I'm reading 10 pages of a self-development book, I'm drinking a gallon of water and I'm taking a progress picture every day. This is a crazy challenge, all right. Um, listen, I just want to—I want to preface this episode by saying that the 75 hard challenge is something that I was scared shitless to do when I first heard about it from Andrew Frisella, the MF CEO project. For anyone who listens to that podcast, that's where I got it from. And when I heard this, I was just like, "Wow, that's so intense." And I thought about like you know whether I could do something like that because I'm constantly looking to improve myself and make myself better, and like at first I just thought that it, it was this crazy thing. I'm like, nah, I'm not doing that. That that that's wild. And as I thought about it more, like part of me decided that I have to do it, and it's just because I'm constantly raising the bar for myself and trying to see my potential get higher and higher and higher and that's what the topic of this show is going to be about is that you know we aren't even close to our potential. You know, doing this challenge I've I've worked out in the pouring down rain. I've worked long days, you know, from early in the morning until late at night and I have to come home and do both my workouts and still read and you know just exhausted, like just straight exhaustion. Like I've, my girlfriend has had to help me up off the couch because I literally could not get up because I was so tired to get outside and do the workouts. And I'm not saying like I'm doing this a hard workout every time. Sometimes I'm just, I just have to walk because I'm that physically exhausted. But needless to say, it is a hard challenge. And that's just the point that I want to put through there. And, you know, it's taught me a lot of things so far, but one and probably the biggest is the fact that I'm nowhere near my potential. You know, I thought I was working hard on my endeavors in life until I did this challenge. I've realized in doing something this hard that I'm capable of way, way, way more because I already thought that like what I'm doing now was unachievable because of how scared I was. And I just thought it was crazy. And here I am, like, you know, a month or so, well, more than a month or so after having these thoughts, like actually achieving it and actually doing it. And it was just this irrational fear in my head that I'm just like, nah, I can't do that. That's crazy. 75 days of doing that, and like here I am. I'm on I think this is day 48 or 49. So I'm almost there. And I'm not saying that it's easy. But I'm sitting here and I'm saying, damn, like I'm actually here doing this shit. And I I didn't think I could. Like, but I didn't start at doing 75 hard. I started with small things. And, And that's what people miss. You know, many people fear even doing the first big thing. Not knowing that their successes of the first small win... Wait, let me rephrase that. Many people fear even doing the first small thing, not knowing that their successes of the first small win could lead them to a stream of successes far greater than they ever imagined. But, you know, they're still overcome by fear on step one. And when I said I wanted to rephrase that, like the first step is a big thing. It's a small thing in the grand scheme of what your potential is, but you don't see it that way. You see it as such a big thing. And that's the thing is like uh, we have this fear of doing these things that seems so huge and th- and that fear never goes away it's the same throughout life but you know realizing your potential will make you a- ignore that so that you can keep raising the bar and you know as you keep raising the bar you realize that when work consistency attitude and purpose come together that anything can be achieved so honestly guys if you can take one thing away from this episode it's just you need to dive into doing the first you know, small thing, what you perceive as a big thing and get that done and out of the way so that it just starts that inertia and that momentum of knowing what you're capable of. And you start seeing that your potential is more than what you believe, because if you can get over the fear of failure from doing that first thing and you actually get out and achieve it, you're just like, wow, I did that. What else can I do? So, like I said, you know, I did not start with seventy-five hard. A little bit about, you know, my backstory on this. Like, I can just look back on the times in my life where I thought these things were so huge, and looking back now, I'm just like, that's nothing, because my potential has been raised higher and higher and higher and higher over the years. But like the first time I ran five miles, I remember how proud of myself I was. You know, I was I was a younger kid. I was in my I think early teens and I had always grown up chubby and having an athletic feat like this was something that was really special to me and really important. And I gained a lot of self-confidence from it. I was like, wow, I ran five miles and it seemed like so much at the time. And then years later throughout my life, you know, I would go on to run cross country in high school and I think the most we ever did in cross country was eight or nine miles in practice. But, you know, then I, I remember the first time I ran 10 miles And I thought to myself, wow, I just ran 10 miles. That's incredible. And then I ran the marathon. And I remember before going into the marathon of thinking, all right, look, this is going to be hard and this is going to be a challenge, but I know I can do it just from having that previous knowledge of like, oh, you ran 10 miles, oh, you ran five miles. And it was just those two little steps that allowed me to believe that, hey, I can run 26. Why not? Why not push the envelope? Not only that, but I set a time goal for myself to run it in less than four hours. So not only was like, I'm gonna run the farthest I ever have before, but I'm gonna run a pretty decent time. And now my mindset is to the point where I see anything and I think I can do that. If I want to, I could do that. And it comes down to putting in that work, consistency, attitude, and purpose coming together. And then I know it can be achieved. So it's through these things that I've done in my life that now my my mindset is just like my potential has just expanded so far. Because I've done all these things and now I'm doing 75 hard, which is just an incredible challenge. And just being here now and doing this in the moment, I'm realizing like, dude, you're doing something that most people, when you tell them about it, look at you like you're crazy. So what else can you do? Like, I I firmly believe that even through this, like I can push myself even harder if I want to. Like, I know I could, I'm 100% certain, but you know, it's, it's not just me. And, and I don't want people to think that the people who are successful in life have some kind of like genetic advantage or, you know, okay, obviously in certain things, don't let me say that. Cause like certain sports, obviously, you know, you could have genetics will help and all that. But I mean, just in the sense of like the mental ability to be successful, these people are no different from you and me, you know, look at a guy like David Goggins. If you're not familiar with him, search up David Goggins, read his book. Can't hurt me. You will be fucking inspired. I'll tell you that much. But you know he had an abusive father, he was the subject of constant racial bullying, he blew up to over 300 pounds, became a cockroach exterminator, and then he turned his life around to become a Navy SEAL, an ultra-endurance athlete, a pull-up world record holder, and a mental toughness expert. Like, what? Like, like that's crazy. And then there's people like Tony Robbins. You know, he was beaten and abused by his mother. Uh, growing up, and and he was he was so poor that he couldn't afford food sometimes, and you know now he helps millions of people worldwide to make breakthroughs in life, and he also feeds millions of people as well. You know people like Jim Carrey. He grew up poor. He lived in a van with his family, you know, only to go on and be one of the most successful comedic actors of all time. The fact is that actually most success stories you hear tell a story about somebody who looked like they never had a chance in hell to make it, but they go on to succeed anyway. So why can't that be us? Why can't that be you? Why can't you make that story? Well, the truth is you can, and it's a very, very simple formula. But what you need to understand first is that there is no difference between those people and you. In fact, many of us were dealt better hands with more opportunity. So what it comes down to is a combination of work, consistency, attitude, and purpose. I want you to stop right now and I want you to write this down and if this is something you struggle with, you know, realizing your potential and your self-confidence, I want you to write this down right now. When it comes to expanding your potential in life, It is a combination of work, consistency, attitude, and purpose. So let's start with the first thing, work. There is no shortcut around the fact that what you want in life will take work. Even if you do get what you want without work, the feeling will be short-lived because you won't have gained any of the mental value from learning and growing on the journey. And you won't be fulfilled either because... If like, you didn't earn it, you're not going to be proud about it. You have to do the work, guys. Like You can read books. You can have all these ideas in your head. You can listen to this podcast right now. But if you don't go out and actually take action towards whatever it is you want to do, it's, it's never going to come to fruition. You have to work. You have to put in the work. There is no shortcut. Day in and day out. And that's what leads into the next step. Consistency. You know, if I told you you could have a six pack from working out one time at the gym, you would slap me in my stupid face. Doing something one time or achieving one thing or reaching one milestone does not set you up for a lifetime of success. Imagine if I would have ran that five miles and said, okay, I'm good. And just thought that, you know, that was my potential. Like, okay, I have the potential to run five miles and I have the potential to do anything else in life that is just as hard as running five miles. You must consistently strive to set the bar higher and higher and see your potential grow as you achieve more things. Okay, that's why you have to be consistent. That's why you have to be consistent at the gym if you want a good body. That's why you have to be consistent with your mental um, you know, thoughts and your mental health when it comes to you know doing stuff like this. Exactly what I'm talking about. I'm at a loss for words right now. The point being is you have to be consistent in whatever you're doing. If it's a physical thing, if it's a mental thing, if you want to be better, um, you just have to be consistent day in and day out. It's not going to work when you do it one time. It's going to work when you do it, you know, as a lifestyle, when you do it every day, when you do it every day for a year, when you do it every day for 10 years, when you do it every day for the rest of your life. Okay, obviously you're not going to do it every single day, but it's the intention of going out there and making it a regular thing. You have to be consistent. All right. The next step, attitude. You could be gifted with the greatest running genetics in the world, but if you don't believe that you can run a marathon, you will never do it. And it's such a cheesy cliche. But if you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Everything stems from a thought, and the thoughts you have every day shape how you view the world and how you navigate it. You must 110% believe something is possible for you to have any chance at doing it. Now, of course, there are little things that we get lucky with, but I'm talking about the big things. You will have days where you doubt that belief, but even in that case, at least the belief is there. It has to at least win most of the time to continue building yourself up and winning on a daily level to eventually win on a big level. All right, Attitude is so important, guys. Think about being around someone who just has a, a shit attitude, Like no matter what it is. If you're trying to achieve a task or work on something with somebody and their attitude is just shit, what does it make you wanna do? It, it, it makes you not just wanna be in that situation at all. So why would it be any different from you having a negative attitude about yourself and about what you can achieve and about what you're capable of? You have to change your attitude. Even if you don't believe it at first, all right, you still have to just like shift the automatic response of you going to a negative place. And I'm not a big person to to say like, you know, um, you know, I am great, I am this, I am that. Like if you don't truly believe it and if you truly aren't, because I believe like the, the biggest thing happens through actually doing the work. But I do believe in the fact that if you are somebody who struggles with saying negative things to yourself, that just shifting the words to a positive place will at least get you out of the rhythm of unconsciously unconsciously saying those negative things. So, you know, if you're sitting there saying like "I am in shape," "I am in shape," and you're not in shape, you know, if it makes you feel bad, then don't do that. But if you're sitting there and you say that unconsciously to yourself, and you want to stop that pattern, then saying "I am shape" or "I am in shape," and then believing that you can be in shape is way more powerful. All right, if that makes sense at all. So, it's basically just getting your mind prepped to go out and do the work, to actually get up and to be able to do the work. That's the big thing. You know, obviously saying I am in shape, I am in shape is not going to get you in shape, okay? But it's just going to prep you to take the step to go outside and actually do the work that's going to do it. And some people can't even hype themselves up enough in their own mind to go out and do the work. So that's where that comes from. I feel like I went on a tangent there. Anyway, Attitude, have a good one. That's it. Next, purpose. When you have a purpose in life, potential seems infinite. Dreams are bigger and grander. The world is at your fingertips because you believe you are on a mission to do something. And it is a motivator that that will rely on your action even on the days when you can't convince yourself. You know, purpose will always be the thing that is tapping you on the shoulder saying, Hey, remember me? Even though you don't want to do this today, you have to do it for me. Having purpose in life is so powerful. And I wish more people could understand this. And I wish more people could be able to find their purpose. Um, I've talked about it on this show. You know, you need to go out and, and find something that is bigger and greater than yourself and just really believe that you can contribute to it. Um, and you can start big. You can start with saying, I just want to change the world. I just want to make the world a better place. I want to make people more happy. I want to, you know. Happier. Um, I want to make people laugh. Whatever it is, guys, just start somewhere. Start with something. Give yourself something that's beyond yourself. Okay. If you're waking up and you're just focusing on you, it can be. I don't know. It's it's a weird spot, okay? Because I think that focusing on yourself is important, and that's first and foremost if you want to help others. But you also have to have something. That is going to just be there constantly, you know, tapping you on the shoulder and just saying, hey, you got to do this for me. So, you know, obviously for me, it's it's for a better world. It's for the animals. It's for people to live better lives. Something. Just get something, guys, that that when you think of just being a part of it, that it gives you that fuel. So now imagine if we adopted these principles to be the best versions of ourselves and we could become, you know, whatever we decide to do. What if we all saw ourselves to realize our maximum potential? Then what if we put our maximum potentials together to make the world better for everyone? Damn. Just think about that. Think about think about how amazing the world could be. We would probably technologically be like 400 years in the future. We'd probably finally have hoverboards. Like back to the future, you're, you're slacking. You did a very terrible job at predicting what the year 2010 would look like. And I'm pretty pissed that there are not hoverboards, but all seriousness, that's why there's so much power in individual change. You know, not only do you change yourself, but you inspire others to do the same and the ripple effect you create truly makes a difference in the world. Hell, that's another thing that people don't think about, their potential, their potential to make a difference, their potential to help other people. I know that my potential is so much greater than what it is now, but I'm just in the journey. I'm on the way up, all right, and I'm just I'm just here trying to make the biggest fucking ripple that I can, and I hope it reaches you, and I hope you pass it on, and I want to thank you guys for being here because I will see you on the next episode, but I want you to start going out and start expanding your potential. It's way bigger than you think. That's it. That's it for this week, guys. Think about these things. Think about your potential. Are you living up to it? The answer is probably, most likely, no. We could all do more. And we should all strive to do more. I'll see you guys next week. Guys, you did it. This is the end of this episode. But if you're still listening, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for sticking around. If you did find value in this content, please leave me a rating and review on iTunes. It helps spread the message as far as it possibly can go. And don't forget to share with a family member or a friend, somebody you think would also find value in this message. If you guys want to keep up with me and have a chance to win some awesome prizes and giveaways or just stay in the know, Head to my website, www.theveganmanlyman.com and sign up for my newsletter. My name is Jake Singer and this is the Vegan Manly Man Podcast.